You're listening to a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. Jairam Ramesh, I want to start by asking you uh, about this petition that you filed in yeah. Supreme Court along with many other people. Now, fifty-nine. Right, so many petitions, and they've all been now, de- you know, they've been put off till next month uh, for the <coughs> hearing. I want to ask you, you know, do people have hope about this petition? Because uh, so many other, you know, you have people like Harish Salve, constitutional experts like Harish Salve, saying, well, really, the government was uh, within its jurisdiction in passing such a law and with such numbers. W- why are you hopeful <coughs> if you are? Well, they certainly passed the law, the bill in both houses of parliament because of their brute majority. Uh, Brute in the Lok Sabha, but narrow in the Rajya Sabha. But nevertheless, I don't want to comment on what Harish Salvi has said. My petition is there, it's in the public domain. And the Chief Justice is going to hear this petition on the 22nd of January. Very clearly, very categorically, very convincingly, we have argued in the petition that this is violative of the basic structure of the Constitution. It violates many articles of the Constitution, particularly Article 14. Uh, And I think, frankly, all the arguments that Harish Salve has given in defense of what the government has done uh, doesn't stand the test of legal scrutiny. No, he has talked about the classification being reasonable. I don't want to get into... Mr. Salve's uh, arguments, I'm sure the government will argue, you know, they've been issued a, a show cause not, I mean, they've issued a notice. But uh, the basic, the basic argument that we have made, and which was made in parliament as well, that uh, this is violative, uh, not only of the spirit of the constitution, but is also violative of the letter of the constitution. And it's a, it's a very brazen and a very blatant attempt. Uh, at introducing a principle of determining citizenship, which was abandoned uh, when the uh, when the constitution was made, and Mr. Amit Shah keeps talking of the partition of India. But you know, he should realize that he and he should know, uh, even his rewriting of history will not rewrite that history. That the constitution came after the partition. The partition was in forty-seven of August, and the constitution was uh, adopted. Uh, first in November of 49, and then it came into effect of January of 1950. And what does a constitution do? Yes, partition was based uh, on a religious um, you know, on religious grounds, no doubt about it. However, by 1950, that was no longer the basis of determining citizenship. And religion as an element or as an instrument of determining citizenship was consciously and categorically rejected by the Constituent Assembly. And that got reflected in the constitution. Now, Mr. Amit Shah is, you know, uh, aided by very smart legal advisors who will remain nameless, uh, is now trying to, you know, make out the case that what he is doing is well within the constitution. It is absolutely not true. And I'm sure, I'm sure that the Supreme Court is going to uphold my petition and the other petitions. What what makes you so confident? Because someone who was associated, you were the union minister in the UPA years, uh, and someone who was associated with your government, Harish Kare, has written today that this comes at a time when the institutions are weak. He talks about the fact that, and he mentions the Supreme Court. So, what is it that I makes still you? Have, I still have faith in the Supreme Court. I still have faith in the judiciary, uh, and I still have faith that 
the, the Supreme Court judges who will hear this petition in January uh, will go by the letter, number one, and the spirit of the law, both the letter and the you spirit. Mean article 14 yeah, and and the various other articles the and the various other articles. I don't want to dwell too much on it because it is the matter is sub judice. You know, in a way it's sub judice. Uh, but uh, <coughs> I'm confident and I, I think that the the Supreme Court uh, will ultimately has always uh, stood the country, you know, it's it, it stood by the country, and I'm sure that it will uphold the petition. So, Jeremy, Ramesh, that's the legal aspect. I want to talk. Aspect, yeah. yeah. So, I want to talk about the political abs yeah. uh, aspect and the perception bit. We've seen over the last two days tremendous amount of energy mobilization by students yes. across the country. Students, youth, ordinary citizens, pensioners, uh, and this had no political orchestration. I think Mr. Modi is completely off the mark when he says that, you know, the Congress party was behind this or some other political parties. I think this was spontaneous um, outburst of anger, frustration, disenchantment, call what, what you will. It came from, you know, all sections of society and it shows that there was pent up anger, there was pent up frustration, there was pent up disenchantment. Uh, and people realize, I think, uh, that the the CAA, the Citizenship Amendment Act, and the NRC, the National Register of Citizens, they are two sides of the same coin. And, you know, Mr. Amit Shah has uh, repeatedly said that there will be a nationwide NRC, uh, which is going to be a recipe for total unmitigated disaster. Look at the way Mamata Banerjee is fighting. Again, I bring her up because she seems to be the only uh, opposition leader who's really fighting no, right she, now. She's fighting with her back to the wall, with her back to the wall, I, having polarized everyone having, have their back to the having wall. Having polarized West Bengal society, no, Jeremy, she's now every, every she's now trying to she's now trying to, to salvage wall. a situation which she has created in the first place. She created the conditions for the upsurge of the BJP, and now she is by polarizing. So you agree with the BJP on Mamata Banerjee? No, I don't. She created conditions which create enabled the BJP to rise no, by having a very polarizing discourse over the last two years, and by the like manner by the manner mean? in which she consistently weakened the Congress Party, consistently weakened the Congress Party. She took away our MLA. She took away our leaders. Anyway, that's that's a part of history. We are now part. Amanda Banerjee and the Congress are part of this overall umbrella rainbow anti BJP coalition, uh, which is necessary. But the fact is, Mamada Banerjee is a street fighter. That's how she dislodged the don't CPM. You, don't you that's how she dislodged the CPM. And I salute her. And I'm a great admirer of her. Where do you see this entire, because Congress flirted with Hindutva. There was no flirtation yes, with Hindutva. Yes, they did. Yes, 2017 Gujarat and in the run-up to this entire thing. That's why we saw initially before, uh, during your parliamentary meetings and you decided to then, you had two, three crucial meetings to decide to oppose, you tried to, before you decided to oppose CAA. Uh, till that time, there was a very iffy kind of situation <coughs> on how to and you know your, on how to what on how to deal with Hindutva issues. No, no. And there has been since you raised the CA issue. Yeah. let me tell you. Yeah, two years ago when the CAB first came to the Lok Sabha, the Congress walked out. The Congress walked out because in within Assam there were two views. The Barak Valley had one view. So Shushmita epitomized that point of view. Yeah. We had a different point of view in Lower Assam, in Upper Assam, in the Brahmaputra Valley. 
at that point of time, we had not created a consensus within our own party on what should be our stance. And hence, we walked out in the Lok Sabha and in the Rajya Sabha, we opposed it, although right. it didn't come up for a vote in the Rajya Sabha. At that time, the old CAB. The new CAB. In 2015, it came, no, 2016. Yeah. And then a joint parliamentary committee right. was set up. Then, this time, 2019, we voted against the CAB in the Lok Sabha. We voted against the CAB in the Rajya Sabha. Right. There was complete no, consistency. No, no. So, uh, the, when I talk about Congress's flirtation with Hindutva, I mean your statement hey, is, these after are all the media media verdict. These are all well, media creation. Well, you said creation. we welcome the temple creation. And before that, all the we kind said, of coordinated no, no, please, moves to show Rahul with... Please, wait a minute. What did we say? To show Rahul we said going we, to various we respect the Supreme Court judgment. No, you said we welcome no, no, temple no, no. building. First Randeep sentence. Surjavala. First sentence. First sentence. The official... I'm picking choose. No, no, I'm not picking and choosing. I'm quoting from you the resolution passed by the Congress Working Committee, the highest policy-making body in the Congress Jewala Party, the higher Rahul. than the Congress spokesperson. <laughs> the first line in that resolution yeah. said, the Congress Party, Indian National Congress, respects the judgment of the Supreme Court. Okay, and then it went on to, you know, uh, to discuss in brief, it was not a long discussion, but the first line was crystal clear that we respect this was a matter that was... See, it's uh, confused because your spokesperson is heard on TV saying we welcome the Ram Temple. So, I want to ask you, Jairam Ramesh, because you've always... It was on a title suit. It was not on whether a no, but temple should be built or not a they temple should be built. They announced the trust to make the temple. So, it was about that and he said the Congress Party welcomes the temple. The, I am quoting from you, the, as far as I am concerned, it's what the Congress Working Committee is the highest policy-making body in the Congress Party. And the CWC said, we respect the verdict of the... No, 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 but see, I'm telling you what the institution... For so me, basically, most of the Congress men like you didn't agree with for me, That's what you're saying? For me, institutions are more important than individuals. So that, okay. So, but you are... I'm going agree. by an institutional statement. Mm -hmm. If the Congress President has said one thing, for me, that is policy. This was a Hindustan Times production brought to you by HD Smartcast. HD Smartcast.